on today's episode of the Real Foodology Podcast. We have parasites, literally, we can have parasites in every organ in the body that were never, ever designed to go there. I mean, parasites are a symbiotic creature. Like, they were created to come in, and if there was any mess going on, clean it up, and then exit. But the problem is, is we have all these holes in our gut, and they're ending up in our liver. They're ending up in our brains. They're ending up in our our kidneys and our tissues. And, you know, people are getting these crazy rashes, and they're like, what is this? I don't know. And it's moving, and all of a sudden, they're like... And then they find out it's a waterborne parasite that they probably got when they were swimming that has ended up in their skin and now is creating massive issues. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Foodology podcast, where we are constantly diving into what it truly means to be healthy in this modern world. I am your host, Courtney Swan. And if you're new here, I am the creator behind Real Foodology, which started out as a website 10 years ago, morphed into my Instagram page. And now more recently, it is this podcast. And then soon, I am also releasing a supplement. So stay tuned. Can't give you too many details on it yet, but I am so excited to share it with you guys. On today's episode, I speak with Mary Darnell. She is a certified nutritional therapist. And you may know her as the Healing Cave Lady on Instagram. So this is a two-part podcast episode series. If you're enjoying this episode, make sure you go and listen to part two. If you don't already follow her on Instagram, I highly recommend. She's a great follow. We dive into detoxification pathways. We talk about how to know if yours are blocked, the signs and symptoms of parasites, and how to find out if you have one and how to get rid of them if you do have parasites. This is such a great and informative episode. If you have any sort of symptoms going on that are that feel pretty unexplained, like your doctor doesn't really have any answers for you, but you're really struggling with, you know, brain fog or bloating or migraines and you really just feel like you can't get to the bottom of it, I feel like this is such a great episode for you. There's not a lot of conversation around detoxification outside of the standard kind of like, I feel like everyone knows someone that's done a juice cleanse. You've probably done a juice cleanse. And to me, that kind of conversation around cleansing and detoxing feels a little diet culture and a little disordered. This is not what this conversation is. And I want to be very clear about that. So I feel like as a result, there's a lot of misconceptions around detoxification. And I hear a lot of conversation, you know, saying we have a liver for a reason. We don't need to do any extra detoxing or anything like that. And, you know, we dive into this in the episode, but it's really important to have these kind of conversations because unfortunately, the world that we live in, we are just constantly exposed to environmental toxins, whether it's from pesticides in our water, pharmaceuticals, plastics, you know, all of our food is stored in plastic now and the chemicals in that leach into our food. So there's just a multitude of things that we are being exposed to on a day-to-day basis, even down to the materials that our couches and our beds are made of that we sleep on and our couches that we lay on every day, um, our clothes that we wear. So there's just, there's a lot going on and a lot that we're exposed to. And while yes, we do have these detoxifying organs for a reason and they work really well but they can get blocked too because we are we are living uh, in pretty like toxic environments for the most part which is just a sad reality of being a human in the modern world but not all is lost and this is why I feel like conversations like this are so important because when we are aware and we know how to support those detoxification pathways like the liver and the kidneys and the lymphatic system Uh, then we can do better and we can hopefully stay as healthy as possible. 
When I first started Real Foodology 10 years ago, I knew that real food was going to be the center of my message and my business. And whatever unfolded, I knew that I would always come back to this core message of real food, hence the name Real Foodology. And you know, it's become more important than ever to me because we are just flooded with processed garbage all the time. So when I find companies that are making real food, I get so excited. And one of those companies is Paleo Valley. Guys, their grass-fed beef sticks are to die for. The jalapeno and the garlic summer sausage, oh my God, the flavors are so good. If beef is not really your thing, they actually also have pasture-raised turkey sticks that are so delicious. They're great snacks to have on hand. I always have a couple of them in my car for when I'm stuck in traffic. I always take them on hikes with me, throw them in my bag if I know I'm going to have a long day. And they're just the perfect protein snack to keep you full and satisfied in between meals. If meat sticks are not really your thing, they also have these superfood grass-fed bone broth protein bars that are insane. Uh, The lemon flavor is my personal favorite, but they also have a chocolate and an apple cinnamon. I really love this company and everything that they're doing. They have an amazing line of supplements. They have a vitamin C, essential C complex, turmeric complex, grass-fed organ complex, something called NeuroEffect for your brain, and then also apple cider vinegar complex and a bone broth protein that you can add to your smoothies. I really can't speak highly enough about this company. I just love so much that everything they do is with integrity. All of their meats are grass-fed, everything is organic, and it's just really good, clean ingredients, and I cannot recommend them enough. They gave me a code to share with you guys, so if you use code REALFOODOLOGY at paleovalley.com slash realfoodology, you're going to save 20%. All right, I'm going to stop blabbing and we're just going to dive into that episode with Mary. I hope you guys love it. Mary, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody knows I'm a talker and detox, parasites are like my favorite thing to talk about because there's such a root cause. I mean, there's a root cause behind the root cause. That's just my hydrogen water. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Wait, explain more about that. What what is that? Hydrogen water. It's an antioxidant, basically. Um, It actually helps your body on a cellular level have like a faster moving cytoplasm. Um, Hopefully that doesn't throw anybody off. But basically, quick moving cytoplasm means a cell can get nourishment and clean itself out easily as where if it's slow and sludgy, um, you have a lot of mitochondrial dysfunction and stuff like that. So I tried it on an empty stomach drink a glass a day. I wasn't even trying to plug that. It literally was just going and no, <laughs> it runs for like nine to 18 minutes and then it beeps and I forgot that it was going to beep, but it was done. <laughs> but yeah, it's good when I'm not eating and I'm like going to be talking to like yeah. Hydrogen water. Yeah. I've seen hydrogen water that you can buy on the shelves, but I haven't seen that little like contraption that you have. I know people yeah. are just going to be listening to this. So they're going to have no idea what I'm talking about, but like, wait, yeah. let me see it again. It's, it's like, like a, a tumbler. Yeah. It almost looks like yeah. it has like a blender at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. This one, this one's from promo life. It's like really inexpensive. I did some research. Um, but yeah, it runs for like nine minutes in it basically creates kind of like an antioxidant rich structured water um that helps get on that. detox you just like it's like a, just a subtle detox you know it's not like you know herxing and getting sick or nauseous or anything like that but it's I love it yeah that's so awesome every day yeah well um, I feel like this is a great um it's a great jumping off point for what we want to talk about today but before we get into all of the detoxification pathways and parasites 
why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you? So I know you're a certified nutritional therapist, but how did you get into that field? You know, it's really probably funny and common, not funny, haha, but like, um, like interesting. When, interesting. Yeah. So I was actually a fashion model and I had a son, um, that had all kinds of health issues and the doctors were like, um, you know, he has autism and I'm like, no, my son is sick. Like he didn't sleep for a whole entire year, just super, super sick, like screaming and scratching himself at night. Like clearly something was wrong. Um, went through the gamut of working with, you know, autism doctors and like every specialist and, you know, people who are supposed to be holistically minded and then telling me that there was like nothing they could do for him. He probably would never really talk and like all of these things. And me being that mom that's like, uh, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. So I just started doing my own research and learning about the gut. Um, I bought, you know, Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride came out with this book called The Gut and Psychology Syndrome. And she like was the only YouTube video that you could find on healing her child from autism and saying it's really gut issues. It's not like a diagnosis that's like a forever type of thing. You know, it's a snapshot in time. And I was like, I like where this is going. So I learned all about the gut. I learned about how to heal using foods. Um, I learned about uh, strep and pandas and all these things that act like autism, but really are gut issues. So I kind of, you know, put my career on hold and sold my car and bought a Toyota Prius and like, uh, you know, did whatever I could to figure out how to heal my son. Um, and through that, we actually moved into a house that had black mold and we all got really, really sick. I had Lyme disease that I found about later. And then so like, I like was like deathbed sick. Um, and then we found out about the black mold, remediated, but then I had to like a whole healing journey from that. And then I realized everything that I was doing for my son was what I was going to use to heal myself. And then people around me just started going, Hey, what, couldn't your son not talk? And now he's speaking and you know, like he's acting like a normal child where before he would run in circles and scream and yell and run into walls. He was dyspraxic. He would just fall down and scream. And you know, like there was no telling what the child would do. Um, to like sitting quietly and playing with toys and talking and, you know, went from three words to like over a thousand in months being on a diet, you know, and detoxing. So we got a sauna for him and we put like an iPad outside and he was getting enemas. And, and then I was like, wait a second, I need all these things to detox mold and heal from Lyme. And so I did all the same things. And then I started healing myself and people just kind of caught wind and I didn't have like a career in it. I was like, uh, I'm a model. I go in the pretty and take pictures is what I've done my whole life it's all I know but all of a sudden I know all this information and so I basically kind of changed my career path um I was seeing a naturopath and they were using bioenergetic testing which was so much more advanced than lab testing and they were finding out all these things about me and we were healing and I was sending everybody I knew to them because I was like oh my gosh they're amazing they have this testing machine but they were like only spending like 45 minutes with clients and like kind of rushing them out the door and not really fully explaining what was going on. And they were missing some of the nutrition. And I was like, I just want to do it for them and then like help them with the nutrition piece. And then I just remember sitting in the office going, kind of complaining, to them, I'm sending all these people and they're just like not happy. And they're like, well, if you had your own business, you can do it the way you want to do it. And I was like, oh, really? Okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. So I literally ran out, bought a bioenergetic testing machine. I'm like, I don't even have like a title. I don't even have a certification. So like I literally went and found the first 
online certification I could do for nutritional therapy, which was like only a six month long program. And I did it just to get a certification. It wasn't anything fancy, but the information that I had taught myself was so valuable, like over the years that like, it was just kind of like a little bonus. And I started working with clients immediately because all the people that I had um, referred to these other people that were dissatisfied just started coming to me. And literally I was fully booked seeing hundreds of people like from, because everybody that came to saw me would tell a friend, tell the family. And I only saw people word of mouth. They did not advertise. And I was just like, I literally saw like, I mean, I would, I couldn't go anywhere without running into people that I'd seen and I would see their ex, their spouses and their ex-husbands and their whole families. And then I'm seeing like celebrities and they're finding me on YouTube because I had a YouTube channel and people are flying out to see me. And like, of course I had supermodel friends and they'd fly out to see me and then all of a sudden they're like, wait a second, who is this girl? Um, so it just kind of evolved to that and then COVID hit and I was like, well, you know, all this information I've just learned working with the sickest of the sick people. Um, I had people that had been to the Mayo Clinic, that had gone to India, that had gone like all over the place looking for healing and couldn't find it. And they literally would walk into the back of my house and figure out more about themselves and heal. And I was never, you know, classically trained as a naturopath or, you know, anything. It was just like me figuring out what worked, looking at root cause. Um, So that's kind of how my business formed. COVID hit. I was taking all the information that I had learned to help people and go, why don't I just offer this all for free on Instagram? Like everything, like people don't know this stuff. And it wasn't because it wasn't classically learned. I think it was so outside of the box that people were like, this is a different perspective. This isn't what I, I mean, even doctors that were following me going, I've learned more from you in months of just watching you on Instagram than I have in medical school when it really comes to root cause healing, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I mean... I never thought I was that cool until I realized that a lot of what I had figured out was not common knowledge. So, yeah, I mean, that's the sad reality of our, our conventional allopathic uh, medical model is that their doctors aren't taught to look for the root cause. You know, it's so they're just taught to look for symptoms and then they usually have a medicine to match those symptoms. And I'm just so grateful for people like you that are starting to realize that there is another way. And just listening to you tell that story, I was just thinking about how it's interesting that all of these things that it feels like everyone's kind of dealing with comes come down to a few very um, like noticeable things. It's either like black mold. Um, what's the other one that I was just thinking of? Um, like gut issues, a parasite. Or, you know, one of those things, Lyme is a big one too. Huge. And once you get to that and you figure that out, it's like all of a sudden people's worlds, you know, completely change because their brain fog goes away. All these symptoms that they've been dealing with that conventional doctors were just like, I don't know, we're just going to throw like a med at this because you're having X, Y, and Z symptom, but then they're not actually treating that root cause. A thousand percent. And then even when people do find out they have Lyme, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I found out I have Lyme. Now what do I do to treat it? And it's like, but it's half the time. It's not even that it's like, okay, why is the Lyme there? Why is the candida there? Why are the parasites there? What are the, what's the root cause of that? Because they actually live inside of other things, um, like Lyme biofilms, um, and you know, parasites cause biofilms to get thick and stuff. And it's like, well, let's look a little bit deeper in in why you're plugged up, why you're not moving these things out that they're feeding off. So a lot of people, they think, oh, I have candida. Oh my gosh, I have to kill the candida or whatever it is. They're like, I just have to kill it. 
when no, the root causes you have heavy metals, but why do you even have heavy metals? It's yeah, like where are you getting you these? A, you have a detox pathway that's closed. Is the root yeah. cause is always a closed detox pathway. Always, 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 always. And then the other root cause is um, being, being in fight or flight 24-7, okay? So not even be, not being able to digest, not be able to rest, not being able to heal. And I, I think in America, we just have this go, go, go life, you know? So if you eat food, even if it's the healthiest thing on the planet, if you're not in the mindset to rest and digest it, uh, it's just going to rot in the gut and then critters are going to come through that normally would just pass through, but they're like, wow, we have something to munch on. And then there's all of a sudden a never-ending supply because you're not going to create the digestive enzymes you need if you're not sitting down and chewing and moving food around your mouth and hitting the sensors on your tongue that tell the brain to create the enzymes or you don't have enough hydrochloric acid or stomach acid to break these things down. So then these yeah. critters just have a not never-ending food to munch on. So it's like, yeah, you can kill the candida, you can kill the parasites, but they're going to come rip-roaring back in because we're always exposed to these things. And if you're not calm when you're eating and you're not, um, and your detox pathways are not open, um, then they, those, those root cause issues can never get out of the body. And I think the most dangerous part of all of this is the amount of toxicity that it comes from, comes from it. Because if you have, say you're in fight or flight all the time, you're eating healthy food, you're not eating healthy food, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's all rotting in your gut. Um, parasites basically will eat your nutrition and then they create an insane amount of toxicity as a byproduct. And toxins are the root cause of all disease. All disease. If a toxin sits on a cell long enough, that cell is going to become weakened to the point where it has to alter itself. And that is what cancer is. It is a unstable cell that has had to mutate and is now replicating itself. And it's either creating a tumor or um, that cell has altered to the point where your, your cytokines are marking it for destruction. And so often for people that have things like Hashimoto's, um, that's the thyroid. So basically you have toxicity in your thyroid and the cells have mutated. So the cytokines are marking it for destruction. Your t killer T cells are attacking your organ, but the root cause is toxins because the toxins are sitting on the thyroid and all of a sudden they have to alter and the brain's like, that's not my body. Yeah. We got to get rid of that. You so know, attack it. Yeah. So root cause is always toxicity. Um, it's always, you know, fight or flight because you're never in a place where you can heal and detox pathways. And a lot of people are like, what is detox pathways? Like, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So it is just the manner that toxins can excrete naturally from the body. So we have, you know, we have our organs, you know, everybody knows about the liver and the kidneys. Um, uh, if those get blocked up, which it's very common that they do, um, those, those are going to be a, a blockage point. We have our skin, um, which we sweat out of. And some people like literally can't even sweat nowadays because they have so many issues with that detox pathways. Um, we have our, okay, so I should start from the bum up actually. So we have our colon, <laughs> bowel movements, you know, it's like yeah. you eat, you should poop. Like yeah. as often as you eat, you should poop. It should be like the system. It's like, oh, something's coming in, something's coming out. And people are like, is it normal to go five days without pooping? Because my doctor says it is. And it's like, no, uh, no, it's not normal. <laughs> it's common, normal. but that doesn't mean it's normal. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> common versus healthy. It's like we should be looking to optimize, not just like break even with the standard American sick human. Um, yeah. So we have colon, organs, we have skin, we have cells, 
we, uh, our cellular detox, like I said, with um, drinking hydrogen water, um, fasting, getting sunlight, getting red light therapy um, helps with that mitochondrial, the cellular cleansing, um, because we, our cells need to be able to replicate in the manner that they should be, right? So, yeah. like I said, if a cell is sick and then it's replicating sick, then you're sick. So we want cells to be replicating in a healthy manner. So, um, and what's the other thing? I always, I always talk about sleep and because sleep, our brains have its, our brain has its own lymphatic drainage system, and our brain will not shoot out those toxins to go out through our lymphatic system unless you get a certain amount of deep and REM sleep. So, um, and they say that that's three hours after the sun goes down is optimal for hitting the pillow. Because between about 10 and 2 a.m. is when really you're going to be able to get the best deep REM sleep. And it's because of the Earth's gravitational pull, moon, all these crazy things. But I found it to be so true just checking with my aura ring. If I decide to go to bed at midnight and even wake up later, my sleep is so much crappier than if I would have gotten bed by 10 p.m. So making sure I've started that noticing this too. Early, right? It's yeah. like you look, at the, you look at the data and you're like, wait that sleep was awesome and I slept for eight hours, but because it was shifted over, um, it makes a huge difference. And I've noticed when I, yeah, there is a difference in the quality of sleep that I physically feel the next day when I go to bed early versus when I go to bed later. Like if I go to bed at like nine, last night I went to bed at 10. I think I was asleep by 10, got up at 6.30, 6.45, something around there. And I was like full of energy. I felt so good. But I've found that there are times if I go to bed at like midnight and I wake up at eight, I will wake up feeling super sluggish. I don't feel like I got a lot of sleep. And it's interesting how those extra few hours before midnight make such a difference. I don't think enough people talk about this. It's huge. Yeah. And I've, I've tracked it with the aura ring to kind of figure it out. And um, I remember just listening to speakers. I like to go to a lot of medical conferences. I'm probably the only nat- nutritional therapist that's like with all the doctors at conferences and they're like... How'd you get in here? Um, I was like, I bought a ticket like you. Um, but I I keep, it's like go to bed within hours of the sun going down. And I, huge difference. Like, and you probably at 630 is when the sun rises probably in LA yeah. right now. I think and so. It's like yeah, somewhere on there. Watching the sunrise is huge in the morning. Yeah, it's really like, good for your vitamin D in your eyes and just to wake you up in the morning. Melt, yeah, or not melatonin, the cortisol. Cortisol and then yeah. helping because the melatonin is going to hit, um, is it between 8 and 12 hours? 12 hours after you first look at like that sun. So yeah. you'll actually be sleepy when you're supposed to be sleepy and be able to get in bed instead of being wired because you didn't see the sun rise and you got up late and then you looked at your blue phone screen first thing when you got up in the morning. Um, but that throws everything off. But people that have chronic brain fog, migraines, like all of those things. I'm always like, sleep is the first thing. I'm like, okay, you need to poop, you need to sleep, sleep, you need all those things, but you need to get in bed. They're like, oh, I'm a night owl. I'm like, nobody's a night owl. Like, not by design. You're designed by God to go to bed after the sun goes down and get up when the sun rises. And how peaceful it is it when the sun comes in and wakes you up instead of an alarm clock going, you know, it's like, it's just a happier, happier feeling. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) (laughs) So those are our detox pathways and making sure that like you're pooping multiple times a day, that you're sweating, you know, three to five days a week, that you are working constantly on your liver and kidney function, which it could be as simple as, you know, drinking burdock and dandelion tea. I'm I'm, I'm a hardcore coffee enema fan. 
I think it was life-changing. When I lived in Mold, um, there were a few things that helped me. Like, I didn't know I was living in Mold, so I was just very sick. But I just remember coffee enemas and diffusing essential oils changed my life. I was like, oh, my gosh. When I do these, like, I feel like I have energy. And, like, if I don't do it, I feel like I'm dying. Um, So those two things, like, changed my – and I think the essential oils were killing the mold in the air. I didn't realize what it was about it, but it was also making me breathe more because when you're around mold, your body will actually restrict its breathing. So you'll breathe really shallow because it's sensing that you're breathing in something toxic. So you breathe very shallow. So you're in fight or flight 24 seven when you live in mold, you cannot heal when you live in mold. And, um, I just remember, gosh, I was like, I want to put, I want to put, I want to put these diffusers in every single room in my house. I started my YouTube channel, like when I was living in mold, cause I was like, whoa, people don't know about essential oils. These are the best things on the planet. Like, I don't care what brand you have. You got to just diffuse these things. And I just remember going, oh my gosh, this is life changing. It was because I lived in mold and literally it catches, it doesn't even matter what oil you diffuse. It catches airborne particles and makes them drop to the ground. So wow. it was cleaning my air and like making me breathe. So it was huge, but coffee enemas, man. They are hydrating the colon, so it's opening up that de- detox pathway. And any of the old stool that is jammed in there, loaded with toxins, because think about it, that's your toxic output. Even just hydrating the colon is going to hydrate your whole body systemically. And then the coffee is going to open up and unclog liver bile ducts. So you're going to have more stomach acid. You're going to um, your your liver is going to be able to drain toxicity that typically wouldn't be able to get out because of those clogged bile ducts. Um, so it's just overall like one of the most powerful. Um, not detoxers, but detox pathway openers. Um, so that's, that's really interesting. So I have to admit, I'm a little um, intimidated of trying a coffee enema. I've never done it before. And I have a lot, I know, I've had a lot of friends that swear by them, but I just have never, I don't know, I go and I got, I've done, I've done colonics, but I'm uh-huh. scared to do a coffee enema alone. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I do? Isn't there also like a toxicity thing if you do it wrong? Or no, no. I mean, oh, okay. I, I feel like it's very important to know how to perform one safely. Like I, I created a course for my clients just on like a video from start to finish. Like, cause the more you watch something, the more it's familiar and the easier it is to do. If, if so much of it's unknown. It's like, well, I got to boil the water and I got to let it cool and I got to do all these things. And I don't want to do it wrong. Cause you don't want to shoot bacteria up your butt. Cause that's exactly. not fun. <laughs> Um, you don't want to burn your butthole because that's not fun. And <laughs> people tell me that they've, you know, they have one bad experience, but like having the video step by step on everything. I even have like a little thermometer gun that I shoot into the water to know it's 103 degrees because that's the temperature that I love, you know, slightly warmer than your body temperature. Um, and just, yeah, just knowing how to do it. Like, so I created a course for all my clients because I'm like, look, watch the video a couple times. It tells you step-by-step how to do everything. It's written out. It's videoed. Just watch it a couple times and see how it goes. And then, you know, you'll get brave enough to realize, you know what? I remember every little step. I remember what she says not to do. I remember how to make it comfortable because I see people on Instagram and it cracks me up. They get the enema bags. Um, my friend, Tyler Jean, I saw him do this and I was dying. I love him. Oh, I know. I love just on the podcast. We, we both lived in Portland. Um, Amazing. So, like, he hangs his coffee enema bag, like, up on the shower thing. Yeah. And I'm like, if I had somebody, I mean, you think about the velocity that that coffee is going to come down when it's all the way up here. Like, it's going to shoot up your butt like a rocket. Like, it's going to be like, that is not going to be some comfortable. Okay, if you're a pro and you've been doing coffee enemas for a long time, 
you might be able to handle that velocity. The everyday person, that coffee is going to come. They're going to open the clamp, and that coffee is going to rush so hard and so fast. They're going to be like, Wah! and then it's going to fly out, and then there's going to be crap all over the place, and they're going to be like, I'm never doing that again. And um, I use, like, a clear glass bucket, and I teach people to, like, play with the different heights so they can, like, because if it's coming in nice and slow and comfortable and it's warm, it feels good, I can handle it. But if it's all the way up here, Lou, it's shooting up your butt and you're like, oh my gosh. And it's so yeah. much pressure that you need to go. And maybe you're in the bathtub like a lot of people do it. Pros pros can do it in the bathtub, but non-pros can't because you got to be able to get out of that bathtub and make it to the toilet. you got to be right by the toilet. Otherwise, if it's ready to shoot out and explode, your whole bathroom is going to be covered in duty. You're never <laughs> going to do it again. So it's like I have all you're of You're going to need like, a new up- bathroom. <laughs> you need a whole new. And if you have like that updated fancy white bathroom that everybody wants, there's Game over. ish all up in your crevices of everything and it's a nightmare okay so like I've heard like all the stories and I'm like that's why I made a video step by step with like all the little nuances because I've been doing it for 12 years you know yeah. it's like since before there were videos on YouTube on how to do a coffee enema which wow. I still don't think there are very there are very many good ones that's why when I made my videos like this is like a pro video this is like for the people that like I'm put where am I putting it what am I doing with it what am I lubing it with like when I found the silicone nozzles that were like soft and bendy, game changer. Who wants to stick something hard up their butt? Like, no, it's like, no, they no have one. These nice, bendy, soft things. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I'm loving this <laughs> right now. This is great. Seriously. Like, so it's like making it comfortable. Did you know that stress actually plays a huge component of your productivity? I recently had the founder of Magic Mind on my podcast, James. And he brought up such a great point that I've actually seen in my own life, but I had never really put two and two together that the more stressed out you are, the less focused and productive you're going to be because your brain's going to be scattered. Um, Oftentimes with me personally, when I'm really stressed out, I become very complacent and avoidant. So I will avoid some emails and just not be fully on my game. And ironically enough, most of us reach for coffee when we want to be productive and we want to be on point, but coffee also raises cortisol levels and can really actually amplify your stress. I mean, I've personally seen this in my own life. If I have more than one cup of coffee, my heart is racing out of my chest. I can't focus because I'm so stressed out. My cortisol levels are so high. So there has to be a better way and there is a better way. This is why I'm so excited that I found Magic Mind. So Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink that can either be taken alongside your morning coffee or your morning caffeine, or you can completely replace it if you want. What I'm doing, because I love my coffee so much, I love the ritual, I love the taste of it, so I've cut back on my coffee consumption, and then I drink a Magic Mind alongside it. Because there's so many components of Magic Mind, like the matcha and the adaptogens and the nootropics that really help with your cognitive function, and it really helps with my productivity and just turns my brain on. I get more work done now than when I was in college on Adderall. I'm just going to say it. I cannot speak highly enough of Magic Mind. I am such a fan of it. They also gave me a code to share with you guys. So if you want to try it, you can save 20% off when you use the code RealFoodology. Just go to magicmind.co, use code RealFoodology, and try Magic Mind today. I hope you love it. Well, okay. So for people that are listening that are very new to this, um, what? okay, so first of all, so there's the detoxification pathways we talked about, and there's the three primary detox organs, which are the kidneys, the liver, and then the lymphatic system, yeah. which we didn't really go, go into. Oh, 
Yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and the skin. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah, that's fine. There's And the lymphatic system is kind of the, like, sewage system or, like, drainage system. And though I kind of want to, I want people to understand because I hear a lot of conversations online where, um, you know, they're like, well, we have the liver for a reason and we have these detox pathways. Like we don't need to do anything. The body is perfect and it does it itself. But what I, I want people to understand is that we live in such toxic environments now and we're exposed to so many different things that unfortunately we need to take extra steps to really make sure that we are supporting those detoxification pathways And I think a lot of the reason why we're seeing so many issues and people like chronic diseases and all this stuff is because we are not supporting these detoxification pathways and we're being exposed to so many things and there's no communication around it at all. So I just wanted to to kind of bring that up so that people have that understanding of like, this isn't just some like, you know, fad, like, oh, you know, like we got to do like a juice detox, like cleanse thing. It's like, no, this is really important um, for, for all of us to understand that we need to support these detoxification pathways. And the, one of the reasons that we do coffee enemas is in order to do that. So like you said, to clear those blocked detoxification pathways so that everything can function and we can get all those toxins out of our body. So they're not sitting I love you right now. Can we be best friends? Honestly, like what, do you know how many people send me videos of these people on Instagram that are like supposedly doctors? I don't even know what they are. They're certified in something wacko nuts. And they're like, you have a liver. You don't need to detox. Anybody who's telling you to detox your liver is a scam artist. And like, and oh, it's such snake water. You don't need to take chlorella. You don't need to take binders. Just eat your standard American diet and just work out. And it's like exactly what you said. If that was true, there would be no cancer, right? Yep. If that was true, we wouldn't have the all, I mean, what is it? Two out of three adults have autoimmune disease. Exactly. I mean, my guess is this 80% is really like a true number. But like if everything was running on all cylinders and working correctly, like the body was designed to do, yes, we wouldn't have to because we'd be eating whole foods. There would be no such thing as McDonald's. People would be growing their own food and eating the bacteria from the food and and chewing and they wouldn't be watching TV and being distracted 24 seven. But we have, America has just turned into this, not just America, um, life has turned into a monster and glyphosate on top of that, you know, I mean, it it pokes holes in your gut lining. So anything that's not supposed to be in your bloodstream or affecting other organs now is we have parasites, literally we can have parasites in every organ in the body that were never, ever designed to go there. I mean, Parasites are a symbiotic creature. Like they were created to come in and if there was any mess going on, clean it up and then exit. But the problem is, is we have all these holes in our gut and they're ending up in our liver. They're ending up in our brains. They're ending up in our, our kidneys and our tissues. And, you know, people are getting these crazy rashes and they're like, what is this? I don't know. And it's moving. And all of a sudden they're like, and then they find out it's a waterborne parasite that they probably got when they were swimming that has ended up in their skin and now is creating massive issues. And it's like, uh, okay, like something's got to give, like something clearly is wrong here that these things are are making it all the way through our bodies. And now they're harboring, you know, Dr. Klinghart is like one of my favorite detox doctors. And um, he was saying that uh, parasites can actually harbor 10 to 20 times, if not more, their weight in heavy metals. So they actually are eating up heavy metals in our body. So if you're, he said, if you have candida, if there's certain worms like ropeworm and roundworm, 
they actually eat up metals. And so if your detox pathways are closed, they're hanging out, they're eating the metals, good, because it's not in your tissues, right? Um, but they're creating toxicity as a byproduct. And if your body kills them off and doesn't clear them out, all those heavy metals get recirculated. Mm. Um, and you know, like every cancer has aluminum in it. You know, every cancer is loaded with heavy metals and glyphosate, yeah. you know? So helping the body along now more than ever is preventative health. It's not like, oh, I'm sick. I need to do this. So it's like, no, you need to do this. If you're going to survive, to not you're going to how many people cannot can't get pregnant nowadays? I know. You know? I know. It's like I mean the list goes on and on. And I was gonna say, I think um so many people don't realize the state of sickness that they're living in because it's all they know. So like brain fog, for example, or even just like having a hard time getting up in the morning, or things like rosacea, eczema, headaches, fatigue, like you name it. Like there's so there's so many different things that could be going on. And until you have those detox- detoxification pathways cleared and you feel better and you have a comparison to look back on, you may not even realize that you're dealing with some of these issues. A hundred percent. And even um, back when I was taking clients in person, um, I felt I, I've never, ever done remote clients before. Like I'm that weird person. I have to touch people, see, see them. I, I, I can gather so much information sitting with somebody and knowing like by like, I always set a craft of water next to them with like a cup. And watch how many times they refill up. I watch if they're breathing. I watch. Every, I, I notice everything, and I'm, I'm with them for two and a half to three hours. Like when people fly in, I'm with them for five hours. So it's like I watch everything about them, and I can analyze exactly what work they need to do, like just by sitting with them for a couple hours. And I think so. I think medicine has gone so far away from like observing human touch, looking at people, like figuring those things out. But I'm totally sidetracked. Um, but, no, I but mean, it's it a great point though. Those, those pathways. Oh, whenever I, whenever I had a client, um, book an appointment, usually it was like three to four weeks out. I only booked a month out at a time. So I would send them a video. I'd be like to prep for your appointment. This is a mandatory video you have to watch before you come see me and is an hour long. And people were like, Oh wow. Okay. And I was like, no, you literally, you literally have to watch that this within this week, within seven days. And you have to email me after you watch it. And they're like, Oh, okay. So they watched the video and what it was, was it was me going through in a playful, fun way. I'd give them like this calendar, um, this little editable PDF calendar. It was really cute. And I would talk about detox pathways and I would talk about the, uh, the importance of good sleep and going to bed early hydration. I'd have them fill two 32 ounce bottles of water every evening. And an hour after dinner, you'd have to drink one throughout the evening. And when you woke up in the morning, you had to drink the other one before you even had a coffee or a tea. Um, so I had a list of things they had to do and they had to set these little goals for themselves leading up to my appointment. And the goal was to see how many of their issues went away before they even saw me. And um, cool. that happened maybe like three years after seeing clients. Cause I, I was realizing, man, the root causes, if I have them do X, Y, and Z, half their problems are gone. You know, like before, so I'm like, why not start before they even come in? Because then we can just fine tune, you know, it's like, oh, dang, like, oh, the headaches are gone. Oh, you're not getting nausea. Oh, you're not, you're not, you have less anxiety. Oh, okay. Oh, like you have less joint pain. Like within three weeks, they were like fixing themselves just going, oh, that makes sense. Stopping and breathing, mindfulness, like all these things. So it was just kind of really amazing to see. It's like, I didn't even know what was wrong with you. I didn't even know what your issues were, but doing a couple things and being mindful and drinking water and sleeping 
are fixing your issues. Like, it was mind-blowing. I had people cancel their appointments. They're like, I'm good. And I'm like, I love it. Damn, like, that's amazing. I didn't even have, I never had a cancellation fee because I always had a, a wait list. So I'd be like, no worries. I got somebody that needs to come in for an update, you know, because people would come back in for, but it was like, I was always like, I'm like, that. my goal is to help people not to take their money. And my goal is to see that people get healed. And all my clients, I never in, in history had one person say anything bad about me other than they want to love me and hug me. They knew where I lived. You know, it was like, when you're seeing people online, it's like, hey, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I help you. I'm just going to take your money. You know, I see, I see, I hear people. I, I see 13 people a day. And I'm like, wow. How do you have the time? Do yeah. I know. It's like, what, 30 minutes need... little appointment? I don't even know what people are doing. At least an doing. hour. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm trying to plug myself because I don't even take clients right now. I'm just like, I'm just like, I just think people can be their own best healer. Uh, they can be their own best doctor, but they just need to understand detox pathways. I can't believe I missed lymphatic system because that's so huge. I'm so glad that you talked about that because that's like a big thing on the on the spectrum of everything. I'm always like vibration plates, rebounding, jump rope, breath work, yes. all of those things. Is like, it's the only system that doesn't work on its own. It requires your movement um, to do it. But um, yeah, I just think it's going back to parasites <laughs> after all those de- after all those detox pathways are open. Before um, we go to parasites really fast, because I want to close up the detoxification pathways and then we'll have a whole conversation about parasites. So for people listening, what are some symptoms? Um, I feel like we've probably kind of already gone over this, but I just want to solidify it. Things that people can look for, symptoms that may give them an indication that their detoxification pathways are blocked. Okay, so... That their detox pathways are blocked or that they have parasites. Detox pathways are blocked. Detox are, are blocked, yeah. And then we'll okay. go into parasites. I mean, they're probably pretty similar, I would say. But Both. I think for detox pathways, um, we've got brain fog, headaches, migraines, joint pain, um, sluggish, bowel, sluggish bowels, uh, dark under eye circles, chronically tired, um, every type of rash, like you mentioned, eczema, psoriasis, um, just uh, histamine issues, yeah. like literally like I have allergies all the time. I never had allergies before. So chronic hives, um, puffy eyes, swollen lips, um, itchy skin. Oh, gosh, I-, I could go on forever. I like, feel like that's... Detox pathways. Those are the big ones, I feel like. Yeah, I think so too. And then, so I think we talked a little bit about this, but what are things that people can do in order to support those detoxification pathways? Oh, yeah. Okay. So from the bowels up. So um, so for the bowels, obviously enemas are great, but if you don't want to do enemas, um, you can make sure you're drinking lots of water, um, not near food because that's going to push food down undigested, which is going to clog you up even more. Um, eat lots of magnesium rich foods greens and things like that um i'm personally not a huge fan of grains because i feel i feel like most of them are pretty inflammatory Same. and they're not processed correctly uh, they don't like make me feel good should be no yeah. they make me feel terrible i ate some the other day i still feel terrible um Ugh. but uh magnesium is wonderful um some people love aloe but i make a magnesium drink with cbd every single night calms my whole nervous system down it helps me poop like a champ because I don't drink caffeinated coffee either because I'm really mindful about um being able to come out of fight or flight and you know chill during the day yeah so so bowels and then movement so I have people take uh, or do manual massage stomach massage um hot baths yeah with epsom salts oh my gosh 
a hot bath is like the best thing ever. I, I feel like that should be like something that everybody does like every day just for like the exchange that happens in the body, not just the bowels, but the exchange that happens in the body with minerals and toxins coming out. Um, I think that that is just an awesome thing. Um, so yeah, that's great for bowels. So I said movement, magnesium, uh, fiber. Um, if, if you're sensitive to like raw vegetables, cook them. Um, but those things are all great. Um, some people are into like psyllium and uh, some other kind of like bulking fiber. I'm not a huge fan because it can cause a lot of inflammation for people if they have issues that they don't know that they have, which most people do. So I'm not a huge fan of that personally, but for some people it works. Um, and then so we're moving up. So liver, so roasted dandelion root tea. There's like this instant tea called Dandy Blend. It's a I love people have isn't it yummy? Yeah. It, it yummy? tastes like coffee. It tastes like espresso. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. And you can like doctor it up with some nut milk or something. Yeah. Um, make like a latte out of it. So good. So good. Um, so dandy blend. Um, burdock root is actually good for kidney and liver. So our beet, like anything with beets. So like uh, beet juice or, you know, beet powder. I think I do. I think I do an Organifi. My red powder has beets in it. I drink um, that too. I love it. They're actually a sponsor of the podcast. Oh, Shout out to Organifi. Yeah, we love Girl. them. <laughs> Use her code, not mine. <laughs> but yes, um, I I have been on the Organifi train since it was just green juice. And I was like, this is the best green drink ever. Like out of all the greens that were out there, I just love Organifi. So, um, and they're glyphosate so we'll, residue free. So huge fan. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. And their um, <laughs> maca drink, oh my gosh, their harmony. Like, so many of my clients are like, oh my gosh, I have less painful periods, less cramps, less moody. Um, I'm always kind of bitchy. I'm not very. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, You're like, harmony's not going to help me here. <laughs> no, not, not in that aspect. I think it's just one of those God given rights that we get when yeah. it's just like, hey, I'm going to be a little bitchy. Can I say that? I don't know. Yeah, um, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay. This is a free space. Right. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Um, so that is, what was that? Liver, so coffee enemas, castor oil packs are great for the liver. Um, anything with milk thistle. Um, yeah. I, there's a lot of different brands of products that I like. Uh, Apex Energetics has trisomal glutathione. It's my favorite glutathione product. It has N-acetylcysteine in it. They also have a product called nice. Glutathione Recycler that has milk thistle. It has N-acetylcysteine in it, which is a precursor to glutathione, which is great for your liver. It's great antioxidant for garbage dump truck is what I call it. Um, it has other root vegetable or other roots in there that are great for your liver as well. But um, burdock and milk thistle are just incredible for liver. Um, and coffee animals. But I already said that. Um, and then Love skin, that. sweating. Um, I'm a huge fan of saunas. Um, I, we did it for my son. We had like a wood high-tech health sauna back in the day, but now I use like a little tent one at home. I'm getting a big one put in, but um, sweating, sauna, heat chalk proteins, fantastic for the skin. But if you don't have a sauna, I'm a huge fan of baths. You know, you fill the bath up halfway and you add, you put body oil all over your body first, okay? These are tricks, Okay. So body oil all over your body, that like lubes up, it like primes your skin pumps so that you're able to excrete sweat better. So you put the body oil on, something organic and yummy, um, put essential oils in there that are warming if you want to, and then you fill the bath halfway with really warm water so that you can get in it, you put your Epsom salt in, and then you do like that, you know, frog trick where it's like, 
you know, the frog will jump out. It won't jump out, it'll cook. That's what you want to do. So you like add the hot, hot water so you can kind of like tolerate it. And you can even add a little ginger powder to the water and it makes like this sweat bath. And you literally will sweat balls. Like you will sweat so much because your skin is like hydrated and then the ginger powder like warms your skin. You can even drink hot tea before you get in. But people are like, oh my gosh, like I've never sweat in a bath like that before. Like it'll be coming out of their face. Even if you don't put oil on your face, it will start coming off your face. Like you'll sweat like crazy. Um, I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs> that sounds great. Oh my great. gosh, you should. And then you can take a nice cool shower after, close all the pores and just like sleep so hard, but it is, it's incredible. Um, so sweating, so saunas, working out, hot yoga, um, anytime there's movement in order to get the sweat is one of my favorite things because you've got like lymphatic system and all of that too. So, yeah. and then lymphatic system, moving on the lymphatic system, so sweating any way that you can sweat. Um, lymphatic system so um i have a vibration plate that i love but i love breath work that will activate your lymphatic system jump rope jogging anything where you have a jarring movement um is great um so those are like the easy ones i always say uh, rebounder like i have like a bellicon in my backyard it, when the sun rises in the morning i go outside i jump on my rebounder i do breath work i pull a little drew cannoli like um, i think i was doing that before him though um, I've had mine. I've had mine for years though. Um, <laughs> but, um, so I do that in the morning, but those are great ways for lymphatic drainage and then moving up cellular. You already kind of hit cellular. If you're getting up with the sunrise, um, getting sun on your skin, red light therapy, um, BioLite is my favorite personally because of the no flicker, no EMF, no Bluetooth, all that stuff. Um, hopefully you don't have any sponsors that are um, but, um, um, BioLite is my favorite because I actually, I had a building biologist come over and they were testing all of my red light therapy devices. I had three and two of them had Flickr. Um, and Flickr actually <clears throat> sets your nervous system off and like puts you in fight or flight because your brain perceives that you're in danger because the only time you would see Flickr is if you were running in the sun and there were like trees. So like ancestrally, Flicker tells the brain that you're in danger. So if you're trying to like detox and like charge the mitochondria, being in Flicker is like terrible. So BioLite, I tested all of them and BioLite was the only one that had no Flicker out of the other ones. I won't name the other brands, but the other ones had insane Flicker. And they, they also, wow. one of them claimed zero Flicker, one of them, and the other one claimed low Flicker and they were both really bad. So oh, I was that's like, so shitty. I know. Yeah. And then I, I, I mentioned it. I said, Film your red light de- devices on slow-mo with your iPhone. That's the best rudimentary way, not using, like, the expensive meter. And if you see Flickr, they're flickering. And people are like, oh, my gosh, my expensive whatever is flickering. And I was like, the only fix for that is to use it outside because the sun will cancel out the flicker. Oh, the sun will cancel out the flicker because the sun is constant. Okay. So it will cancel out the flicker. But red light devices are great for your cellular cleansing. So is just regular sunlight. Um and then there are fasting helps with your mito ATP or, or your mitochondrial ATP production, which, you know, eats up the dead parts of cells. Um, and then sleep, like I said. So I take um, CBD, turmeric. Um, I take this pill called Best Rest, but I actually just created a product that had everything that I wanted in it. It's not even out on the market yet, but it's Congrats. a... Thank you. It's a whole plant CBD product that has... Um, it has like all of the calming herbs. 
in it. Um, and it has two different forms of magnesium that's really calming. And it's just, it's going to be incredible um, to like really calm the nervous system and get like your deep REM sleep without feeling groggy in the morning. Um, so I take like a mix of all those things right now. Like I, I make a concoction, but pretty soon I'll have a pill that has everything that I want in it there. Um, but so yeah, sleep. So, and then hydration, of course. Um, I love the trick filling two bottles in the evening. Um, so, uh, an hour after dinner, don't drink it with your dinner, but an hour after dinner, work on killing off 32 ounces. And then right when you get up in the morning, drink as much as you can without getting nauseous. You don't have to chug it, but you just don't let her have your coffee or your tea, which is a diuretic. Um, until you drink it. Until you drink your water. We breathe out 32 ounces of water when we sleep at night. Like, like people don't get that, like, you are sleeping for 8 to 10 hours, hopefully. Like, most people, yeah, maybe hopefully. Six, <laughs> six to nine. But you're, you're going to wake up dehydrated. So all of the toxins that got rinsed into your lymphatic system for your brain are going to recirculate if you don't drink water to flush them out. So super important. Yeah, it's a great reminder. I'm one of those people that... I hate to admit this, but I have a hard time drinking water in the morning. I'm getting better. My trick is I get these, like, I think this is a 64 ounce. I get those really big ball jars. And yeah. for some reason, the I don't know, I can drink more water with these things. So it's been There's helping. That's 32 ounces. Oh, <laughs> that's a okay. quart. Well. <laughs> but that's a really good amount of water to be, like, working on. Like, um, it's... And, and finding whatever, I always tell people, it sounds funny, what helps you get more water down? Is it a big straw? Is yeah. it like some of some of these cups like are huge and when you drink them, you pour water all over yourself. So you're very careful to just drink a little bit at a time. Um, there are these Costco water bottles. They're called Takia bottles or like, I think they changed the name. They're at Costco. They're in a two pack and they have the spin off top and it has the perfect spout to be able to chug water without oh, nice. spilling it all over yourself. So I like, I had to have my clients like run out and buy those. I'm like, they're like 20 bucks for two of them. They're really good high quality stainless steel too, which is funny. It's like 18.8 stainless steel. So like a non-leaching stainless steel. And they're always like a really awesome price uh, at Costco. So I tell people get those because the, the little, and they're like, oh my gosh, game changer. And when you take the lid off, I wish I had one by me right now. You take the lid off, you can just spin it and it flies open, but it, it, it latches. So like you can put it back on easy. It's like, they're the best bottles, but you can oh, chug without that. spilling all over yourself. People are like, I don't like to drink too much water because when I chug it, so it's like, well, you got to find what works. Some people like straws, some people don't. People like straws making my face look old. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people are so high maintenance. It's I like, know. okay. It's like, we got to just <laughs> okay. figure out whatever works best for you. I like the yeah. really wide mouth actually, which some people would hate probably because it, I don't know, but I never dump it on myself. So yeah, I like it, but it helps me to drink more water because <laughs> it's something I struggle with. Whatever floats your water boat is what needs to happen. Exactly. Drink water. And if they need to add a little something to the water to make it like palatable, organified glow, greens, red. That's a good one too. But what really helped me was um, every morning I fill up. So I have two of these and I do one with water and then I have another one of these that I put in my fridge every morning and I put a tea bag in there and I leave it overnight. So it does like a cold brew tea kind of thing. Um. Yeah. And then that always helps me. And I always get like hibiscus or something, you know, caffeine free that I actually want to drink. And that really helps me to drink more water too. Cause then I end up drinking like 32 ounces of water before like noon, which is a huge feat for me. So that's, that's awesome. really helped me a lot. I love yeah. that too. And hibiscus is so good for your skin and it has great minerals. And if somebody wanted to sprinkle some burdock root and some milk thistle, like if you're going to go and like oh, order smart. some hibiscus, it's like add a couple of other things in there, slice of orange or some orange peel, like make it like 
a liver kidney Yum. tonic. Like, it's like, you might as well. You're already, like, taking the effort. You just mix all those things together. Yeah. Well, I love that I'm going to see you start do that, doing girl. That. I'm going to start doing that. Thanks for the I'm hot tip. i doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I actually just learned that from Organic Olivia. I was listening to a podcast of hers, and I was I love like, her. I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's so smart. She's so great. I love her. And that is the end of part one of this two-part episode series. If you're enjoying this episode, please make sure to go and listen to part two. It is up now. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, could you do me a huge favor and leave a five-star rating and a review for it? This helps me so much. It helps get this episode and this podcast into more ears, and I could not be more grateful for the support. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. I am a nutritionist, but I am not your nutritionist. As always, talk to your doctor or your health team first. 